Hey everybody, happy Monday. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Monday, February 6th. It's the day after the Super Bowl. So congratulations to all of you who are rooting for the Patriots. That was quite the deal for them to come back from behind and win. Wow. Um, I wasn't watching the game. I was out shopping, which by the way, women, if you ever want a good day to shop, shop on Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) There was like literally no one at the mall. Well, not no one, but there was hardly anybody at the mall. It was great. My daughter and I uh, pulled into our little parking place. We didn't even have to search for one. And she was like, what's going on? And then it hit us. Ah, it's a Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. So we've decided that from here on out, Super Bowl Sunday will be the day that we go to the store and avoid the crowds. So there you go. But uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I've been thinking a little bit about uh, answering your questions. I'm making a log of those of you who are emailing me uh, podcast ideas. I really appreciate that. If you have a show idea, please email it to me, podcast at thebusymom.com. And I'm going to be putting those, I'm starting to categorize them now so that I can see how many are sort of piling up in, in one different category versus another. And I'm going to start answering those the week of the 20th. So I'm going to make one dedicated day a week to sort of just answer your questions. A lot of you asking questions about parenting, some really, really great questions. Um, we've had a lot of questions and comments come back to us about the series that my husband and I did on sex. And remember, I told you that uh, Jay's actually coming back on the podcast with me this Friday, the 10th, and we're going to be doing a podcast we're calling Hot Monogamy, just tips for um, helping you have a healthy, happy, hot marriage uh, for a long time to come. We've been married, we're going on 28 years now, and I wrote a post called 25 Ways to Stay Married for 25 Years uh, back around our 25th wedding anniversary. So we're going to kind of... uh, uh, bounce off of that a little bit, only we're going to take it a step farther and actually have a guest on the show, which I think you guys are going to be really encouraged to hear. And we're going to be giving you some tips for just having a great uh, marriage and obviously a great Valentine's Day, which is also coming up next week. I want to touch on the uh, the halftime show for the Super Bowl. And like many of you probably watch me, follow me on Facebook, I actually didn't watch the halftime show, not because... Uh, I was boycotting the halftime show, but just because I don't really like football. So <laughs> sorry, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, but we just, we're music people in this family. And so uh, my husband actually went to Guitar Center with our son in law and most of our kids, and uh, we skipped it. But I was interested to see what was going to happen because American Family Association and several other people had issued warnings that were based on what uh, Lady Gaga had said about what she might, might or might not be doing. Uh, during the halftime show. And I don't know how you guys feel, but uh, Beyonce's performance uh, last time was a withering not success. I, I did I watched that and that was embarrassing. This one I was actually pleasantly surprised by. I came home and watched it uh, on YouTube and I loved the way she opened it. The woman is clearly very talented. And I was actually pleasantly surprised. I thought, wow, look at her. She stuck to entertaining. And so I was encouraged by that. Um, But I want to point something out because this has sort of been the theme of my podcast, sort of the theme of my my ministry, particularly to women, and that is just to remind you uh, of who you are. Uh, The Bible says that we are supposed to shine forth His love. Now, every time, uh, I'm going to take you back to the Word of God today because I want to point something out uh, that just, just 
was right at the forefront of my thinking as I watched uh, as I watched Lady Gaga's uh, performance. But every time I go to the Word of God, I'm encouraged. Literally every single time. And uh, there have been many days when I've I've opened up my Bible and just um, overwhelmed and exhausted. And long days of traveling or up until 2 a.m. with babies or up again to, uh, you know, take care of a sick child or whatever it is. The Bible has been given to us to encourage us, to guide us, to help us to stay focused, to teach us um, about God and his love for us and to show us how we're supposed to live. The Bible says that we're supposed to be prepared to give an answer for the hope that lies within us. And, and the hope that lies within us is Jesus. He's the hope. And so I want to talk to you a little bit um, about something that our pastor, Jeremy Carmichael, has been going over now for the last several months. Uh, we we attend a small church in uh, Camas, Washington, where our son-in-law is an associate pastor. And they just changed their name from Calvary Community Church. I never can get it right. I'm glad they changed the name. It was like Camas Calvary of Community Church. I don't know. I never can get it right. Too many Cs. <laughs> But they just changed the name of the church to Radiant Church, and with this idea in mind that we are called to, as believers, we're called to shine the love of Jesus. We're called to shine out in every area of our lives, to be ambassadors for Jesus, and to bring uh, hope to the world that we live in. And the hope is Jesus. Now, the problem that we we're having obviously, is sin. And as Jeremy's been talking about sin for the last couple of weeks, when he first said he was going to talk about sin, I won't say that I was disappointed, but I was like, wah, wah, you know, (laughs) here we go. We're going to talk about sin. And I have actually found myself over the last month and a half or so really actually encouraged by what he's saying because it's reminding me of how important it is that I am... Um, on guard against the devil in every area of my life. And uh, the Apostle Paul outlines uh, the problem with sin in Ephesians 5, and I'll take you to that in just a minute. But I want to just encourage you the same way uh, that I've been encouraged, because the Bible has a lot to say about what it looks like for us, not not just our sin problem, but what it looks like for us as we um, learn to master this in our lives. The Bible says we don't have to be a slave to sin anymore. We are no longer a slave to sin. Right? Don't you love uh don't you love that song? I'm no longer a slave, I am a child of God. Um he has already paid the price. He's already set set us free. So let me take you to Ephesians 5 really quick. It says Ephesians 5:1, follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you, there must be not even a hint. I'm going to read it again. But among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person person such as an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners 
with them. I'm going to skip down to verse 15 just for a minute. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And this sort of brings me to what I want to talk about today because the Apostle Paul is talking about sin in our lives. And sin, uh, by definition, is a craving for anything other than God. Sin is self-centered by nature. It's me, me, me. You guys have uh, ever seen, uh, is it Brian Regan who does the me monster? You know, it's me, 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 you know, and and it's hilarious. Anyway, YouTube it. But he, he, he really rightly points out that we are selfish by nature. The Bible says that we, that there's really nothing good in us apart from Christ, that we were born that way, that we were born into a sin nature. And if we ignore um, our self-centeredness, our sin, it screams out to us. It never shuts up. Uh, Pastor Jeremy was saying, this is our ego. This is our desire to always have our way, to always be first. And when we don't get what we want, when sin doesn't have its way, it literally screams at us. It's in pain if we ignore it, right? It just doesn't shut up. It screams because it needs attention. And as as the Apostle Paul is talking to us about this need for for uh, to appease our sin nature, he is saying, "You better be careful. You better be careful. If just for a moment we think the sexual immorality can quiet the screaming of our sin nature, that ego of our sin nature, same with greed." Same with stealing, same with watching things that we shouldn't be watching, but somehow they gratify that sin nature inside of us, allowing ourselves to drink too much alcohol, allowing ourselves to do things that we know are wrong, because just for a minute, it quiets that screaming and quiets that need of our sin nature to come out and take full, you know, do a full court press against us. I'm going to take you for just a minute back to the book of Genesis. In Genesis 4, verse 7, it says, If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. And this is kind of where I want to, I want to pick up from uh, the Super Bowl, the halftime Super Bowl performance. Not because I didn't think she did a good job because I don't. Also, I just want to say, I don't think she knows the Lord. So this is not me, um, you know, coming down on somebody that doesn't know Jesus. I'm, I'm talking to Christians who are watching this stuff and taking it in and don't recognize the problem, the inherent problem in it. So one of the things that Lady Gaga was doing is she she sang a song called Born This Way, which which was, uh, she did right after, um, oh my goodness, what was it? Land That I Love. I loved it. I'm, I'm such a, a patriot at heart. Every time somebody sings a patriotic song, I'm all teary-eyed. I'm the girl who's sitting there. If I had my little flag, I'd be waving it. You know, I love this country. And she obviously loves it too. And she was singing about that. And then she, you know, took a, a dive off the stage, which was spectacular to watch. And then she launched right into singing her opening song uh, for the set that she did in the stadium. And the opening song was called Born This Way. And in it, I noticed that she shared part of the gospel. <laughs> you know, I was like, hey, that's part of the gospel. She's right when she describes people and says that we're born. We're all born a certain way. We're born with a sin nature. The Bible says that we've all been born with a sin nature. It says that that our sin is what separates us uh, from God. And if our sin, and this is what I want to get to, if our sin uh, doesn't exasperate us, then we're in danger. And what she's doing is she's saying, don't let your sin exasperate you. Embrace it. 
The message of the song was that we're supposed to accept everything about the condition that we find ourselves in from birth, because after all, we've been born this way. But the gospel actually says that the opposite is true. Now, of course, you know, Lady Gaga didn't sing about uh, socially unacceptable sin. She didn't say, you want to murder somebody? You were born that way. Embrace it. Why not? Because the culture has, we're not there yet. The culture still thinks that murder is, you know, inherently wrong. Adultery, inherently wrong. You know, typically when we sing about adultery, even when performers sing about it, they sing about it in negative light. But we have decided as a culture that there are certain socially acceptable sins, things that God says are wrong, but the culture has said, no, that's not wrong to listen to God. And Christians, in many cases, have embraced sin in the culture for such a long time that we don't even know how to run from it anymore. And so I want to encourage you today to be on guard against sin. You love the sinner, but you run, the Bible says, from the sin. If you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you. That's your sin nature. But the Bible says we must rule over it. You see, God is teaching us that sin is crouching at our door, meaning the word crouching, meaning that's making itself appear little in an effort to make you think it's no big deal. It's no big deal. We, we can sing the lyrics to that song and it's no big deal. It doesn't matter. But God says it really does matter. What's the end result of sin, you guys? I'm gonna let you think about that for a second. The end result of sin, according to the Bible, is death. And so it's not a little deal. It's a big deal. That's why the Bible says we must rule over it rather than give into it. So the answer isn't to accept sin. It's to find healing and forgiveness from it. That's why Jesus came. That's why we have an opportunity to shine. And so we, if, if we embrace our sin because we've been born this way or born into it, we might win the culture war, but the battle for our soul is going to be lost. And that's kind of the bottom line. Christians, you need to know the word. You have an enemy, the Bible says, and he prowls around like a roaring lion, literally seeking someone to devour. Sin is seeking to rob you of your inheritance, which is to be transformed into the image of God. Your inheritance is to be transformed into the image of Jesus with the desire to do what? To do good, to do what's right. And you have the ability to do that through the shed blood of Jesus Christ and through accepting him into your life and saying, you know what? I'm not going to let sin rule over me. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, take this bull by the horns and do what God wants me to do. And so I'm going to come back uh, on Wednesday, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more this idea of what it means to, rather than let sin define you and just say, well, I'm born that way, how can we be victorious? How can we actually shine so that our kids can learn from us and and a world that's watching can see, man, something's different about those guys, about those guys. not because we're always calling out other people's sin. And my point in talking about Lady Gaga, like I said at the very beginning, wasn't to come down on her. She's obviously an amazing performer who doesn't know Jesus. I'm talking to the church right now. And I'm saying, don't be lulled to sleep into embracing what God says is sin because the culture has decided that it's all right. Sin is seeking to rob you of your inheritance, which is to be transformed into the image of God's son. And that's, that's what we're shooting for. We want to we be more and more and more like Jesus, not more and more and more like the world. And Jesus uh, shined the love of God obviously, most brightly on the cross. 
And so we have an inheritance, and I want to just encourage you to strive for that inheritance today, to be a father. Help me be more like you. Help me be more like you, because we have an opportunity to do that, just to shine so brightly in the world to be exactly who God says that we are. Hey, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, I want to encourage you to do that. Head on over to iTunes, and you can subscribe there. Uh, The podcast is being carried now at Stitcher, and at Podbean, and Overcast and a whole bunch of other uh, platforms are carrying the Heidi St. John podcast now. So I hope that you'll share the link to this and talk to your friends about it. It's my hope to just encourage you to a place of just walking with the Lord and being encouraged. I believe God's going to do something amazing in this generation as uh, Christians, as the church, uh, men and women who know God, wake up and begin to make the Lord Jesus the Lord of their life. When we do that, our lives are transformed. So be encouraged today, you guys. Get in the Word. Don't forget to follow me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. Get into the Bible with me every single day, and I will see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com.